And welcome back to another episode of the Cube Command Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Savoy, and today we're going to be doing our E3 recap. I really wanted to get the episode last time uh, about the Super NES Classic Edition. I wanted to get that out first before I get this stuff out because that was uh, that was news, and I feel like uh, the E3 stuff, it's a lot of stuff, and it's, it's hard to cover it in just one episode, so I had to set some time aside, well, to prepare for the, my E3 discussion. Now, for this episode, you're going to have to forgive me because it's storming outside, I, and I this is the last time I have to um, record this, so there might be a little bit of thunder. I don't know. I tried to wait out the, the big part of the storm, so hopefully, you know, nothing really big happens. It shouldn't, so uh, if something happens, I'm just going to try my best to ignore it, but um, I apologize if anything does come through um, into the recording. And I'll try to patch it out if I can post-production, but anyway, so a lot of stuff was announced. I, I feel like I can't effectively talk about every single reveal, because it was a lot, and I wasn't able to um, watch every single second of every conference. I tried my best to see what I could. Now, I'm only going to detail on the, the stuff that really caught my eye, because it's this, I don't know, I can't effectively talk about stuff that I wasn't interested in. Now, the first one, I believe, was E3's press conference, and they showed off Star Wars Battlefront 2, and that's going to be released for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's a sequel to 2015's Star Wars Battlefront for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, but they're they're really tweaking it around. They're changing a lot of stuff. Uh, the trailer they showed, I thought it looked gorgeous. Like The, the graphics looked amazing, and I really like that they're expanding the, uh, the spectrum of characters that you can play as, because the Star Wars universe has so many characters, and it's it'd be a shame to put any of them to waste. Now, the characters they showed off so far are Luke, Rey, Yoda, and Darth Maul, I believe, but there's obviously more coming, and I really hope we get all the characters we had in the original Battlefront, um, because, I mean, they're icons, so hopefully they come back. I'm sure they will. And then I, I hope we get a lot more than we did before. I really want Obi-Wan. Like, I don't I, I don't remember if... Because I didn't get all the DLC. I don't remember if Obi-Wan was DLC or not. He might have been. I think... No, I don't think he was. I don't even think old old Ben was DLC. But uh, prequel era Obi-Wan is something I'm really hoping gets in there. And also prequel era Anakin. And I think they might have mentioned him. I'm not sure. And the basic unit characters, like the soldier characters that that aren't hero characters, they showed clone troopers battle droids and also super battle droids now i'm not sure if super battle droids fall under the hero er the hero category or the the soldier category i think it's going to be soldier because i mean it's a, it's a super battle droid it's not hero or anything but um and i'm sure the storm the stormtroopers are coming back i know that because that's what the single player mode is about now one of the biggest complaints that ea got from the first game was that there was no single player mode and that's something they really want to fix with the, with the sequel is that they're putting a story mode where you play as a stormtrooper and you i'm guessing you rise through the ranks and i have high hopes for it because star wars games always deliver on the story at least in my experience so that's something to look forward to and like i said the graphics look amazing like it's a huge step up from the last one not that the last one looked bad it just the new one looks just so much better and I think it'll do a lot better than the first one in terms of uh, reception-wise, just because it looks better. It looks like it plays better, and there's not a huge focus on online play. And plus, 
added characters is always great, and added maps, because that was also a complaint from the first game. And it's going to release November 17, 2017, so keep your eyes open for that. Now, the next thing that really caught my eye was Spider-Man, the Spider-Man game for PS4 by Insomniac. Now, that's a PS4 exclusive, so sorry any Xbox PC owners or Nintendo Switch owners, this is only a PS4 exclusive. And this is its actually one of the reasons I got my PS4 Slim, which you can find my unboxing on my YouTube channel. Simply because it, it looks like a fantastic game in terms of looks and gameplay. Like, it, it looks kind of like a, like a, a Spider-Man Arkham game, I guess. Kind of like an Arkham Knight fused with, like, the old Spider-Man games from, like, the PlayStation 2 era. This is, this is a game that so many people have been looking forward to. It looks, it's so, the colors are bright, the presentation is on point, especially, like, how they immerse the cutscenes in the gameplay. And, um... The parkour uh, mechanic does look really fun. Uh, swinging around, like it looks like it's so fast. It's it it doesn't look clunky, I guess. Everything about this game it looks great, and it's it's got that insomniac kind of like art style, I guess. That that touch you can you can tell is really insomniac. Also, one of the big reasons that people are excited about this game is that it looks to bring back like the the feel of the old ones, the old uh, like the old Spider-Man games, especially the ones like based off the uh, the Tobey Maguire movies. Um, because the last few uh, Spider-Man games, the ones based off the Amazing Spider-Man movies from Sony, uh, they weren't they weren't anything great. I mean, I, I enjoyed the first one. I played a little bit of the first one. Um, I didn't get too far with it, but I really, I, I really did enjoy what I what I played. But it wasn't anything spectacular. Um, I really don't think it's as bad as it's made out to be. But I, I can't say anything about the second one since I never tried that one. The, the bad reviews kind of kept me away from it. But uh, I did, I did kind of like the first one. Not that much, but it it was pretty enjoyable for me. So I, I really think that um, the Insomniac Spider-Man game, which I guess is just called Spider-Man or Marvel's Spider-Man. They're not going for anything too fancy, and uh, I guess they don't need to. But this game, it, it looks so good. But one thing that uh, I'm kind of skeptical about, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, is the quick time events. The quick time events are really prevalent in uh, story parts of the gameplay, um, where it kind of looks like a cutscene, but you know, you click a button here, press X here, swing a web here. I know it really immerses you um, in the whole Spider-Man experience, but it's it's not. It's not terrible. It won't ruin the game or anything for me. It's just that uh, quick time events are like they're just used so much, and a lot of times they're just unnecessary. When it seems like something that can just be in a cutscene or part of the story, um, where you don't really like, or I don't really think it's needed just to stop the cutscene so you can press X to rip open a door or something. It's it's because it, there's like you have no control over it. You just press a button and the cutscene goes along as usual. I don't think it's necessary, but it's not gonna break the game or anything. It still looks like a fantastic game. Also, also something they kind of showed at the end of the uh, the, the gameplay trailer was that uh, Miles Morales is probably gonna be in there. Showed a little uh, hint of him. He was taking pictures of Peter uh, on the uh, helicopter. And by the way, Peter's voice sounds just spot on. Like it's exactly what I imagined Peter Parker. No, no matter any movie incarnations, like this is the voice that. I imagine Peter Parker would kind of have. Now it's going to be a while till we uh, get any concrete uh, info on what's gonna, what else is in the game, or uh, any reviews because this thing isn't coming out until 2018. Everyone's waited this long. We can wait a little more, but but hopefully it's not too long of a wait. So anyway, that's all the news for Spider-Man on PS4. I'm really excited for that. So let's move on. 
Alright, so here's a little something from Ubisoft's uh, press conference, and aside from the Far Cry 5 trailers and the fact that Assassin's Creed Origins is coming out October 7th, and also Beyond Good and Evil 2, for me the most eyebrow-raising announcement was Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Now this is this is something that I, I believe was late, leaked um, a long time ago. We all knew it was coming, but I don't know if anyone wanted to believe it because it was just such a bizarre combination. It's a tactical turn-based game, and um, it's going to be on the Nintendo Switch. Obviously, it's got Mario on it, and uh, it's it's like a, I guess it's kind of like Fire Emblem or Advance Wars, whichever one. Um, you're using cover. Um, you need to cover ducking behind things, and you can throw your uh, you can throw your teammates over blocks um, to you know provide cover, jump out of cover, and you can use I guess arm blasters is what they have to take out the enemies. And it's like it is kind of like Fire Emblem in the fact that you, in turns you're moving your character a certain number of spaces, and uh, you're controlling your units, and you got more than one character on the board at a time. It's not something that really would interest me, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would have that serious of a story for a uh, tactical game. I could be wrong, I don't know. It's not coming out till August 29th, so uh, it's not that long of a wait. It's pretty soon. We'll find out just what it has in store for us then. So, um, And there's also a collector's edition announced. It includes the game, a 6-inch Mario Rabbit figurine, which is a rabbit dressed as Mario, and also has collector's cards and the original soundtrack CD. And all of that is in a bundle in a box for 99 99 so 100 bucks now that's a bit more expensive than a lot of the special editions i'm used to uh namely the sonic mania one which is only about 70 bucks this one goes for a hundred dollars well then again this is a big uh nintendo switch game so i'm guessing it's going to be around the 40 to 60 dollar range which is more than sonic mania goes for so yeah i guess it makes sense that it would cost more now one of the first things that uh microsoft announced was that they're going to unify the minecraft servers between um, you know, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, uh, mobile, and PC on Windows 10. I think that's really interesting because it's. I think that's the first. That's it is. It's the first game that you can play on both uh, online on both a Nintendo Switch or a Nintendo console and a Microsoft console and PC and mobile. Now this is really surprising news, especially for a company like Nintendo who really likes to keep their uh, IPs and their consoles kind of like you know bottled together. You know, no sharing online with, with these guys or whatever. But I think it's really cool that the companies decided to, you know, put everything aside and have these uh, servers be, uh, you know, unified. And so you can, if your friend has the mobile version and you have the Xbox version, you can go ahead and play together. But the one thing that is also curious is that Sony is not included on that deal. That's their decision. I mean, I can understand why they wouldn't want to do it. I mean, it's Minecraft. It's basically, it's available on any platform. I don't think they're going to lose sales if they don't unify the servers or anything. It would be cool if maybe in the future they change their minds, but I don't I don't see that happening. I don't know. So that was a little interesting tidbit that um, I honestly didn't wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to have a game that's available across the Nintendo Switch and Xbox One and mobile and PC. PS4 is not available on that, but that's a bit of a shame. Now, another thing I wanted to discuss was a little game from Rare called Sea of Thieves. Now, we found out about Sea of Thieves back in 2015, but this year and last year is when we started getting some really big information on it. It's going to be on the Xbox One and PC, and I believe they will both be able to to play alongside each other, and it's a multiplayer action-adventure game. So, basically, you play on a crew with four people, yourself, yourself included, and you're, you're this band of pirates that sail on the ship, and you're trying to find loot. 
And one of the things I think is so cool about it is that you're in a crew, you're in a small team of four of uh, three other people, and you're you have to compete against the other crews of four people and their ships, and you'll have to like you know have uh, battles on the seas or on land, and you're just fighting over the treasure, and you want to uh, keep your status as the richest pirate or the pirate with the most loot. And I think that's so cool that it's it's kind of competitive, but it's also just like you're there for the sake of adventure and discovery and, you know, just fighting other crews and working together as a team. I think that's a really cool concept. And what they showed off this year was some gameplay of a crew going in a uh, in a cave and finding some buried treasure and to fight, you have to fight off skeletons and other opposing crews that come on. They showed you infiltrating the cave and you have to kind of like uh, find your way around and use your compass to find the buried treasure and dig it up and only one of you can hold the chest at a time and your other team members have to defend you from zombie pirates or skeletons and stuff that is uh, attacking you but that also brings to mind one of the gripes that i kind of had watching it was that the combat kind of sucked i understand you're not gonna be able to do any like really in-depth sword fighting or something but i kind of wanted something a little more than just a little dinky pistol i understand that's it's pirates they didn't have anything like any anything fancy that's what they had to work with and i know that really like immerses you in it but i i kind of wanted to like the you know since conflict is like a really big part of the game i would have liked a little more in-depth combat and understand that the game is still in development and it's, it's not going to release until 2018 so there's a lot more time to to create more combat and show it off and understand that this was uh this isn't like the big trailer for it they're just showing off some stuff so that's the thing. The, the combat looked really slow and sluggish. You had just this one pistol, and you had to wait for it to reload. It's it didn't look that great. The combat was so everything else about the game looked fantastic. I, I think the graphics look pretty good, and um, the whole concept of it is amazing. Like I said before, and again, we still don't know much about the game other than the fact that you can find treasure and you're competing with other with other crews to get the most treasure. Um, I, what, I, what I'm curious about is, there is there other stuff with it? Can you, like, fight off, like, uh, Kraken or whatever? Like, any, like, big monsters? Can you, like, can you go underwater? I think, yes, I think you can actually go underwater and uh, loot sunken pirate ships. I think that was one of the things they showed on there. But, like, what I would know is, like, other, like, side quests? Can you, like, find, like, towns and do stuff in there? Can you, like, do stuff that doesn't involve finding treasure and fighting other pirate crews is basically what I'm getting at. Because it, it feels like, it, like especially since it's like in this bright, um, beachy environment um, in, in the Seven Seas or whatever, it seems like there's so much they could do. And it, it feels like it would be kind of disappointing if fighting treasure was the only thing. Um, I know that's a whole pirate thing, that's what they're going for, but I feel like they should add more stuff to do so it doesn't get stale. And um, I also want to see like what other like ship ship upgrades and weapon upgrades you can do. Like, can you really, like, really spruce up your ship? Because you have a crew that's working together to run it, um, and you want to make sure it doesn't get damaged. So, like, it really, like, customizing your ship will really make it feel more personal and really make you not want it to crash or blow up, basically. Like, add a new, like, a whole personal level to it. So, hopefully, we'll see more soon. I'm sure we'll see more as the weeks and the months go by, because the release window is 2018, so it's going to be a while till it comes out. And that's it's a game that I'll, I will definitely be picking up. Um, I don't have a Xbox, but I do have a PC, and that's what I'll be playing it on. Unless I get an Xbox in 2018, but I really don't plan on it. 
because I feel like the PC kind of covers that area. But anyway, that about wraps up this, uh, I guess, mini E3 recap episode part one. Yeah, I have two more parts planned out because I don't, I don't want to ball it up into one big episode because I feel like it would kind of lose its focus, and I want to have a focus for each, uh, for each episode, for each mini episode. So this wraps up part one. My name is Thomas Savoy. You can listen to me on the Free Stuff Show and, of course, on the Cube Command Podcast. You can also watch me on my YouTube channel, Tom Antio. That's T-O-M-A-N-T-I-O, where I do gameplay and unboxings and uh, general goofy videos. <laughs> and uh, you can also watch the official Cube Command uh, YouTube channel. Just type in Cube Command, and you can find uh, gameplay videos that me, my sister Tia, and my friend Nick do. So go ahead and check that out. Um, go ahead and subscribe to those two channels. Um, check out the Free Stuff Show. That's thefreestuffshow.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this little E3 recap part one. This is uh, the Cube Command Podcast. I am Tommy Savoy, and I'll see you later. <laughs>